We're about to go to World War III. We're at DEFCON 2 right now, and no one seems to care. But then, then again, why would I be surprised by that? Why would anyone be... No one should be su surprised by this. We're too busy making TikTok videos. <laughs> Maggie says we're too busy watching and making TikTok videos. The only person that seems to be speaking out against this that has a real loud voice and it can influence is POTUS45. Trump's the only person that is loud, out, and proud, I don't mean it like that, against this. I mean, you could say, yeah, Senator Rand Paul and a few others in the House of Representatives, but they're not loud. It doesn't seem like, <clears throat> legislatively speaking, that anyone is opposed to this. And they should be. I was joking last hour, and I said, where are the peacenikers? We need the hippies back. <laughs> where are the peace marches? Now listen to this in case you missed it. This is from, uh, where'd you go? Here it is. <clears throat> the New Teenock Teetland Times. Nine days ago by Lara Jakes. U.S. extends troop deployment in Romania at Ukraine's war's doorstep. The buildup is part of the Biden regime's commitment to increase American forces in Europe in response to the Russian invasion last February. Now, I am not going to cover the Russian invasion because I've already covered it in the greatest detail of any broadcaster in these United States. I mean, we've been over this. Last week I told you, don't listen to me anymore because you I'm preaching to the choir for the most part. But if you want to, if, if you're trying to convert someone on this, tell them to go to YouBoob and to search for Vladimir Posner lecture on Ukraine. And you would find Professor Posner's lecture at Yale University in 2017. Uh, it's worth the hour because he'll educate you on how we got to where we are and who did what. We did it for the most part. So <clears throat> if you want to know why this situation is what it is, then go do that. But did you know that American troops are being positioned and have been positioned by the Biden regime? The Pentagon will keep several thousand American troops in southeast Romania for at least nine more months closer to the war neighboring Ukraine than any other U.S. Army outfit. You official fad, this is two Saturdays ago now, over the last year, the sprawling Mikhail uh, Kogonichono, or Chonu, Kogo. Kogao Nichonu Air Base, just a seven-minute rocket flight across the Black Sea from where Russian forces have settled in Crimea, has become a training hub for NATO forces in Southeast Europe. 
The forces would be a first line of defense that Russia invade further west. Well, I can tell you right now that these clowns have to know that the Russians have no intention of invading further west. And they never did. The Russians do not want Romania. They don't want to invade Turkey. They don't want, uh, they, they don't want the former Ottoman Empire. And the reason for the invasion in February of last year, so we're coming up on a year anniversary, is because the Luhansk, the Donetsk, Crimea, Zaporizhia, those regions there known as the Donbass, asked, begged the Russians to stop the Ukrainians from bombing them as they have been do doing since the middle part of 2014. You know where they get a lot of those bombs that they lob into those cities and kill people? Try, take a guess. First two, I'll give you three guesses. First two don't count. That's right. We make them. And we send them there. There are around 4,000 U.S. soldiers with the 101st Airborne Division who have been stationed at the airbase since last summer, including a small group of troops that frequently train right on the Roma or, uh, uh, Romania's border with Ukraine. Before that, there was a small contingent from the 82nd Airborne that was sent as part of a quick response force after Russia's invasion. 101st, Air uh, 101st Airborne Division troops will leave in the next two months. An official fad, they will be replaced by a different brigade from the 101st Division, which is based at Fort Campbell in Kentucky. Additionally, official fad, the mission will be led by the senior staff, including its two-star general and top planners from the 10th Mountain Division based in Fort Drum, New York, for what is expected to be a nine-month deployment. Sending a two-star general that close to the combat zone, military analysts have said, would allow for quick decisions about where to position troops and weapons should Russia push the war into NATO territory. This is simply stunning. These are acts of war. Do you not think that the Russians know? Oh, now they do. Of course they do. Did you know this? There is a... Uh, hang on, I'll read it to you. <clears throat> a month ago, this is where Rod Dreher reported on this, the Russian foreign minister said that the West is at war with Russia. We, we, talk, we read that to you last. We talked about this last week. That's how they see it. Last week, Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban said this is a fact, a fact he decries because he has been pushing for a negotiated end to the hostilities before the fighting spreads out of control. His belief seems to be that the West is, is deluding itself about what it's doing and marching the world towards a catastrophe. He got in trouble with the Ukrainian government for telling visiting journalists and others that the Russians have wrecked Ukraine. Well, listen to this. Ukraine might have 23 million residents left versus pre-war paper total of 43 million. One trillion dollars worth of damage on a 120 billion dollar GDP and a failing military position. Now, 
These are estimates, but there are other people that have been cataloging this and have been tracking what it did, the damage that has been done in Ukraine. And then this David Goldman guy quotes this, this okay, this is a made-up character, Cardinal Richelieu. But Cardinal Richelieu sounds to me like he's a, a former or a current intelligence officer that's just publishing things that he knows under an alias. The Cardinal said, now, my na naive friend, Putin commands Chechen shock troops in Ukraine. Putin understands the systematic exploitation of time as the deadliest of all weapons. Ukraine was hollow before the war began. It had one of the world's lowest birth rates, and its birth rate will fall even farther. Twelve million Ukrainians, fully half the able-bodied population of working age, left before the war started. Another five million has fled now as Russian artillery pounds Ukraine's cities. More will flee. How many will return? Who knows? Large parts of Ukraine will fall into ruin. Centuries of Ruthenian resentment against Russian overlords encrusted over the centuries will be consumed in a few weeks of war, and in its place there will be nothing but a dull sense of horror. More recently, the Kiev government estimated that the total destruction of Ukraine's economy by the war has been $700 billion. Now, if the citizens of Ukraine are fleeing, and the only one, it seems that the people that are staying are the ones that have been drafted or have joined the Ukrainian army, and there are a trillion, it is said that there is a trillion dollars in infrastructure damage that has been, that's the toll in Ukraine. But I have to ask the question again. What in the hell is buried in Ukraine that keeps this war going? And why are they so terrified of the Donbass rejoining the Russian Federation? It almost seems, uh, it, it, now, uh, I'm going to play President Trump here for me because Trump was explaining this. He knows, he knows a little bit about this. It seems to me, again, 31 years of experience here covering this stuff, it seems to me that the U.K., the United States, the European Union, and NATO, these are all the official tyrant oligarchies of the West are drawing a line in the sand and they want a shooting war with the Russians. Now, why would you want to do that? Well, I mean, there, there, there could be a couple of motivations or reasons here, but I think it's it, it, the, the safest bet is that, and and there's one that you can't say because if anyone were to say that, oh, that can't possibly be it. Yeah, it can. I'll get to that in a minute. The economies of the Western world have been basically shut down 
and outsourced the production and outsourced to what's called the, the, the well, third world countries. And they don't want to turn the clock back. So what to do? Blame Putin and the Russians. Start a war. And then after that, to prove that the West is still superior. By the way, we are no longer the good guys. You can't say that the West is now the Christian West fighting the evil pinko commie East. That just isn't the case. And if you know anything about what's going on about the religious revival that's going on in Russia, then that should be clear to you. We're going to have disagreements on, on how fast or how large the return to Russian Orthodoxy, and we pray someday the Russian Orthodox Church reunification with Rome. You can argue about how fast and how large it is, but there is no point in debate in debating what that it is happening. So this is the secular, dehumanist, transhuman, transitioning, aborting, sodomite and lesbian West now, fully filled with its own paganism as its own religion. Our supremacy is our religion, waging war now against Russia returning to the Russia of, say, Catherine the Great, or maybe even the Russian Russia of St. Vladimir. And there is a saint called St. Vladimir. Look it up. Who's the good guys and who's the bad guys? You, that's treason. You can't say that. <clears throat> We're not the good guys. Now, to the question of what is buried there, there here, this, uh, all right. There was a Daily Mail story that you might have missed. Maggie, do you have this, or you want to grab my screen, or, or grab your, the, uh, if you Google, or if you go to the DailyMail.com and you search for bio, or, I'm sorry, metabiota, you'll find this story. This is from... March the 22nd of last year. I know, I know. But it's short play. That's a dated story. It's still relevant. Hang on. This is why we get paid the little bucks around here. Exclusive. Hunter Biden. Tonight, now, let me just set this up. I, I've been telling you, and anyone that will listen to me, and that's not very many people, for the last year, over the last year, two, going all the way back to the campaign, or hell, going back to 2019, and the uh, Ukraine Gate investigation, of which I was a part, small part, done by French award-winning French journalist. That the Bidens, the Pelosi's, the Romneys, name your American political crime family, the Carries, that they've all been trading. Hundreds of millions of dollars a year in lucrative money laundering schemes in Ukraine and through Ukraine. This is why there will never really be a real investigation 
of Hunter Biden. And don't think your Republican buddies are going to get to the bottom of this because they're not. By the way, Kevin McCarthy yesterday just detonated the debt star. He said there will be no conversations on the, bu on, on the budget ceiling or on the debt ceiling that have anything to do with chopping a nickel out of Social Security and Medicare. It's going to explode. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, he wants to add to it. it. Just, it's going to explode. There is simply no mathematical way around this. This is not me telling you. This is not my opinion. So, matter of fact, I could get my old buddy from uh, the Mercatus uh, Institute, George Mason University, Professor Anthony Sanders. Uh, Professor Sanders will come on here and he'll tell you exactly what I told you. There is no mathematical financial formula out of this. It is going to detonate, and when it detonates, it's either going to be a crash. An economic crash, unlike anything the world, uh, the uh, uh, 1929 will pale in comparison. 2007, 2008, that crash, that's a child's six, sweet 16 birthday party compared to what these clowns have set in motion. Pensions, stocks, retirements, health care, medicines, you name it, they're all going to, they're all going to, because they're all related to this, all going to be taken down by the debt bomb. So now we know. We asked a question on, on last Wisdom Wednesday, which you can get as a podcast now at the theallnewcrusadechannel.com. We asked a question last week with David Simpson. We had a couple of scenarios there. And David said, well, he thought because his guy, Franklin Sanders, who is a very wise silver-gold trader guy, if you're going to buy silver or gold, I suggest look up Franklin Sanders and his company, buy it from, uh, from them, from him. Franklin said, well, David, I think it's just, here's what's going to happen. They're just going to keep doing what they're doing until it explodes. The political capital and the courage needed to do anything about this just doesn't exist. And when I play McCarthy's clip for you later, and then I read you the story, I'll tell you that the deal's being made right now. We'll give you your little committee assignments, you little... Right-wing wackos, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Louis Gohmert and the rest of yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let you parade around and look like you're acting all conservative, ee, -E and stuff. But you're not getting anywhere near the five trillion-headed hydra known as the welfare state, military-industrial complex state. And you're not getting anywhere near any discussions on the debt ceiling, which is an oxymoron if there ever was one. Exclusive. This is March 22nd, 2022. Hunter Biden did help secure millions in funding for U.S. contractor in Ukraine specializing in deadly pathogen research. Laptop emails reveal. Raising more questions about the disgraced son of then vice president. Can I ask a question? How in the what in the hell was going on? How did he get a security clearance to do any of this? How did he get a security clearance? How did how was any of this possible? And how is it that the people in Mordor on the Potomac River don't know about it? Of course they knew about it. It would defy common sense that they didn't know. Here, here, here are the bullet points from the Daily Mail story. The Russian government held press conference Thursday claiming that Hunter Biden helped finance a U.S. military bioweapons research program in Ukraine. Did I told you last week 
And I've been telling you this for a year now. If you're going to make a bioweapon, what do you also have to make at the same time? You have to make an antidote. Because you're going to have to have humans handling the bioweapon, maybe even launching it or distributing it or uh, enabling it, however that is done. You have to have an antidote. You're going to make an antidote at the same time. Well, it's common sense. Again, the bioweapon was SARS-based. The antidote is the mRNA Pfizer death jab. Modern and all that. And the more we learn, because this is a complete and total cloak of secrecy of how the two companies, Moderna and Pfizer, both developed the same thing at the same time. And then AstraZeneca with a you know a third runner-up or whatever it was that they developed, and then there was the Johnson & Johnson one. Well, we now know that the Department of Defense did the developing. Ah, remember that? And as a complete new wrinkle to the whole thing. And if you see that, then this Hunter Biden story and why the protracted defense of democracy in Ukraine is going on. Then the Daily Mail says, however, the allegations were branded by a brazen propaganda ploy to justify President Putin's invasion, but emails and correspondence obtained by DailyMail.com from the laptop from hell show the claims may well be true. The emails show Hunter Biden helped secure millions of dollars of funding for Metabiota, a Department of Defense contractor specializing in research on pandemic-causing diseases. Did you hear that? The emails show Hunter Biden helped secure millions of dollars of funding. Well, where did Hunter Biden get millions of dollars from? Because he sure as hell doesn't have it. His hookers have it. And his drug pimps. Where did he get it from? Yeah, where did he get it? I'll tell you where he got it from. Money that was laundered to Goldman Sachs and other companies. Gee, I wonder where they got it from. Hmm. The emails show Hunter Biden helped secure millions of dollars of funding. There it is right there. For Meta Biota, a Department of Defense contractor specializing in research on pandemic-causing diseases. Why is the Department of Defense studying pandemic-causing diseases? For what purpose? Come on, together. We have to be defended from here. We want to buy a weapon under that. Department of Defense. Pandemic causing diseases. That sounds like they had a bioweapons program, doesn't it? it basically, the, 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 the name of it says. He also introduced Metabiota to an allegedly corrupt Ukrainian gas firm, Burisma, for a, quote, science project involving high biosecurity-level labs in Ukraine. President Son of the regime leader's son and his colleagues invested 500 grand in Metabiota, 
through their firm, Rosemont Seneca Technology Partners. They raised several million dollars of funding for the company from investment giants, including Goldman Sachs. What in the wide, wide world of sports is it going on here? Yeah, Maggie, it is corruption, but uh, it, it seems to me that this is beyond corruption. Okay, so then uh, uh, I followed Dreher's lead here to this Twitter thread from this guy, DC underscore Drano, who we've used before. Fact sheet. The Department of Defense's Cooperative Threat Reduction Program, Biological Threat Reduction Program activities in Ukraine. The Biological Reduction Program, BTRP, part of the Department of Defense's Cooperative Threat Reduction Program, is implemented by the Defense Threat Reduction Agency. Did you know that there was a Defense Threat Reduction Agency? I'd like to know if, 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 if it's possible that they can reduce the threat that we pose to the rest of the civilized human race in the world. Thank you. You're welcome. Since 2005, now listen to this, BTRP has partnered with the government of Ukraine to support peaceful and safe, what's so sweet, biological detection and diagnostic capabilities and to reduce the threats posed by pathogens. Well, if you're going to re reduce the threat posed by pathogens, you're by just by definition, you're going to have to have some of those pathogens around to study, aren't you? Who made the pathogen? The Russians? They never get to the nitty gritty here. Well, okay, well, who made the virus? We did. You know, when he had the time to be a regular and to do a regular sh show around here, Greg Junkman Carpenter, author of Reverse Deception, told us all this. There's an entire series, you can still get it, shop.mikechurch.com, called We, uh, we Tested Them on Us. And he, he detailed the history of our biological weapons research going all the way back to the 1930s and 40s. And that each time we would develop any sort of a bioweapon, we would test it on American, on civilian populations, and they'd lie then about what really happened. Of course they lied. The Tuskegee Airmen, for example, is the most famous example. The United States, through BTRP, has invested approximately $200 million in Ukraine since 2005, supporting 46 Ukrainian laboratories, health facilities, and, and diagnostic sites. Let me, here, read that again. Supporting 46 Ukrainian laboratories, health facilities, and diagnostic sites. Is that what they're defending by throwing billions of dollars and risking World War III at Ukraine? Play digital media file number six, Maggie. 
This is President Trump talking about the regime leaders March to World War III and how that this doesn't have to happen. He could bring it to an end in, in an hour. Remember all the people at the libtards that said that Trump's going to get us into a war with Iran or the Russians or the North Koreans within the first week of his administration? Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth, I'm sorry, Elizabeth Warren and the usual suspects, they all said the same thing. Here's Trump. You got to reconnect your NDI. I just did it. Okay, well then do whatever you got. We'll play the audio. He's going to cause a war in his first week in office because they think that's my personality type. It's actually the opposite. My personality kept us out of war. And I told you before, would have never happened with Russia. Would have never gone in. Putin would have never, ever gone in. And even now, I could solve that in 24 hours. It's so horrible what happened. I mean, those cities are demolished now, the people. I'll bet you have millions. It could be millions of people. How can you, you know, they bomb a city to the ground. These big buildings come tumbling down. They say two people were injured. Not two people. They lie. I mean, they lie. But if I were president, you would have zero chance that that war would have happened. And even this guy's going to. All right, that, and I was just stitching what's going on here together. There was a letter that Vladimir Volodymyr Zelensky wrote on 2-24-22. Guess what the letter says? The letter orders all the destruction of all government files in Ukraine for Meta-Biota. What is the significance of 224-22? That's the day that Putin ordered the Russian Federation troops to liberate Donetsk, Luhansk, Zafariah, Zafazuraya, the regions of the of the uh, of the Donbass, which are traditionally Russian. This whole thing, you know, the more we talk about it, the more it's just like this. This is this is a war. It's a war, and yet no one is screaming as they should be, demanding either, A, if you're going to do this, regime leader, well, then you need to get Congress to declare it, which they're not going to do. That's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Last month, the Brookings uh, Institute report, now again, what is the Brookings Institute? Well, the Brookings Institute pretends like it's this neutral nonprofit player in American Foden Policy. No, it just compiles statistics and stuff, uh, you know, of where we bombed, maimed, and killed, and what have you. And then it has its expert analyst. The Brookings Institution takes in hundreds of millions of dollars a year to tell the rest of the world and then report to Congress and then put its, its findings out of where we are making war, where we're bombing and killing people, basically. The Brookings Institute should not exist. 
Institutes like the Brookings Institution should not exist. Unless they existed as a, by definition, Christian entity devoted to chronicling war so it could inveigh against it and continually promote for peace. Putin's war has been... This is what the Brookings Institute found, okay? I'm just quoting them. Putin's war has been calamitous for Ukraine. The precise number of military and civilian casualties is unknown but substantial. The office of the UN Commissioner for Human Rights estimated that as of the end of Oct uh, at the end of October, some 6,500 Ukrainian civilians had been killed and another 10,000 injured. Those numbers almost certainly uh, understate the reality. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if that number is accurate or not, but I can tell you this because I have been covering actual people that are in Ukraine, and you know we've been playing their videos and quoting from them. The Russians were not engaging civilian targets until recently. The standard rules of investigation, uh, uh, ROE rules of engagement that had been issued were to avoid, minimize civilian casualties wherever possible. Focus on the Azov Nazis. Focus on the Ukrainian army. Focus on the Poles and the, and, the, and the NATO and American forces or whatever. That changed because of our escalation. U.S. Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, uh, on, uh, in November, uh, uh, on November the 10th, put the number of civilian dead at 40,000. Well, of course he's going to say and elevate the number and indicated that some 100,000 <clears throat> Ukrainian soldiers had been killed or wounded. You know what the Great War, uh, World War I as we know it here, uh, it's Mike Churchill here on the Crusade Channel Live Talk Radio the way it should be. I'm talking about World War III that has begun in Ukraine, and we are in it, whether we like it or not. And that this is utter madness. The country of Ukraine is not being saved. It's losing the war, and it's being wiped from the face of the earth. But the biowebs are, the bioweapons labs are still intact. Intact. And Hunter Biden and regime leader Biden's family business in Ukraine is still worth billions. That's all good and dandy. The people there, <laughs> you don't want to live in Ukraine. So 100,000 Ukrainian soldiers had been killed. In addition, the U.N. High Command for Refugees placed the number of Ukrainians who have sought refuge outside of Ukraine at more than 7.8 million as of November the 8th. Well, that number's gone up, so let's just say 8 million. As of mid-November, the Russian attacks had caused an estimated 6.5 million more to become internally displaced persons within Ukraine. Besides the human losses, the war has caused immense material damage. That's what Trump was talking about. Estimates of the cost of rebuilding Ukraine run from $350 to $750 billion. Gee, I wonder where they're going to get that from. So this is offshoring now military contracts. Oh, there'll be a new plan. It won't be called the Marshall Plan. It'll be called the Hunter Plan or whoever. To repeat, the debt star has been launched but Mordor on the Potomac and, this, and the debt and the pedo death cult have thrown all in together 
to use Ukraine to bring about either World War III, Great Reset, or whatever it is that they're scheming ultimately. Because it seems like the plan keeps changing. But the devastation that has been ha has been delivered upon Ukraine, none of it had to happen. These numbers are shocking. So from 350 to 750 billion dollars, and those appraisals date back to the summer. Finding those funds will not be easy, and then they go in the, the, the details. Again, someone, there's another estimate out there that it's at least a trillion. Now, one more thing on the, uh, the bioweapons program. Why is this not being reported by the new Teen Octatlin Times? Why is the Washington Compost not all over the story? Where are all the president's men, hmm? Where is Scott Pelley in 60 Minutes to go and ask Mark Milley what he knows about the bioweapons programs in Ukraine. What about the 49 laboratories? What if a bomb just that wasn't intended, they had a bioweapons lab, one of ours, in Ukraine, hit one? What would happen to the pathogens that were, that were in there? Does any of this make rational sense to anyone that's listening to this or watching this? Because it doesn't to me. We bounce from conspiracy to conspiracy, and then they're not conspiracies. They're actual <laughs> events. We talked about this bioweapons program in March of last year. We talked about it a little bit in 2019 and 2020 during the campaign because of the Ukraine gate investigation. Because we knew that we were developing bioweapons in Ukraine and that the Bidens were in on it. So here's a question. If this goes all the way back to 2005, well, then that means that the Bush family is in on it as well. And that means that the CIA is in on it. Ladies and gentlemen, we may as well at this point in time just forget. Just It's not even worth talking about this anymore because there is nothing that can be done outside of a divine intervention. Who's to say if you and I are successful in succeed? Who's to say that they won't try and turn our little republic or our little community into Ukraine? Well, they probably wouldn't because we won't have bioweapons labs, but they could. You know, Biden's always out there threatening all of us right-wing white supremacist MAGA militias. And if we dare take him on, then we're going to have to fight. We're going to have to go to war with his fighter planes and his tanks. Yeah, we need F-15s and Abrams tanks, he said. Yeah, good luck with that. I don't want to sound like this is uh, all uh, that we're all, <laughs> we should despair about this. Because it isn't of your making or my making. But as I said last week, my U.S. passport says citizen of these United States. So in the eyes of people that are being bombed back to the Stone Ages, I did it. You and I are responsible. 844-527-8723. So look, this report here, this is a woman who does investigative journalism. She is either Russian or Ukrainian. 
Um, uh, and she did. It, it, this is a video. We played this back in July. Uh, this guy that did this uh, uh, this thread. Number nine. Digital media file number nine. So she goes. Uh, she, uh, this is uh, uh, kind of a review of the bioweapons programs and where where the labs are and what they're doing there. In case you missed it the first time. Ever gone in? Oh, the outbreaks. Not only hip- on. Hang on. Boy, is it a Monday here or what? Well, it, 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 it's because AT&T keeps crapping out on me. Uh, we're, I guess we're having internet issues here, and I don't know why. We have <laughs> we had the fastest fiber on Earth. Try it again. The outbreaks, not only hepatitis, also botulinum toxin, I will show you in a short while. All these outbreaks, they happen in cities where the Pentagon has military biolaboratories. But the police investigates uh, uh, an unknown source. No, it is known. But the police of Ukraine doesn't have access to this military biolaboratory because uh, the military personnel of the United States has diplomatic immunity. So these military biolaboratories on the sovereign uh, uh, territory of, the, of Ukraine, they are not under the control of Ukraine. And uh, what? nobody knows what? what they are doing inside these military biolaboratories. Why uh, do I show this? Because it was removed. When I published my article, this information was removed. Uh, it is uh, related to one uh, of the Pentagon uh, private comp uh, contractors uh, called Southern Research Institute. And uh, the same private contractor listed on its website uh, what types of uh, pathogens it's been researching. And one of the pathogens was exactly uh, uh, botulinum toxin. The same, uh, this, uh, the same uh, toxin which caused uh, deaths in Ukraine. But they removed this information from their website. Uh, luckily, I, I have uh, backup. So what she was saying is that there are cities in Ukraine where they have these, okay, they're not pandemics, they're epidemics. And where these epidemics are, just happens to be a United States-based or backed bioweapons lab. How is this going unreported? You know, we're supposed to have all these talented journalists. Well, where are they? <laughs> well, hey, I, I, you're listening to one. I'm, I, I'm batting cleanup here, I guess. So Mike Churchill here on the Crusade channel. Now, all of this is going on while the ticking debt star looks just like the death star. Construction on the death star, which is nearly complete, and it's headed <laughs> for us, and it's going to detonate, and it doesn't seem that there's anything that can be done about it. By the way, a, a story uh, that came over the wire or uh, last night, 
Israel appears to have been behind the drone strike on Iran factory U.S. official says. Why are we throwing the Israelis under the bus now? Hmm? Israel appears to have been behind an overnight drone attack on a military factory in Iran. U.S. officials said on Sunday, Iran claimed to have intercepted drones that struck a military target near the central city of Isfahan and said there were no casualties or serious damage. The U.S. officials were pointing to an Israeli role in the attack, was first reported by the Wall Street Journal, citing several unidentified forces. <laughs> 